0: Love Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. You're now live on Blog Talk Radio with the Middleman, and this is the Middleman Talk Show, and of course, this is your boy Al.
2: And this is Kevin. What's happening, baby?
0: What's good? What's good? We back live at it again. Sorry I missed you guys last week, but, hey, y'all held it down, man.
2: Oh, man, we tried to do a little something, man, first time back. You know, a little rusty, trying to do a little something, something, but, you know,
0: man, it sounds good, though.
2: Yeah, man.
0: It's a all good. good show, though, man. It was a great. A lot of good comments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank everybody. Yeah, I'm, uh, glad, okay, that, uh,
2: too, man. Yeah, I'm glad that your co worker, man, you know, I mean, uh, somebody you know, I mean, say that, but somebody was interested in some of the things that I said on the previous show. I hope they call in today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we got a lot of stuff to talk I, about. I today, hope they are I mean, listening. You know, yeah. Some toes might yeah, get stepped listen. on today, which which is what we do. No. No. I mean man, you know, and hey, this this is a
2: this is one of the one of the specials that we do every year, man. A little end of the year, man. What what we didn't get the opportunity to talk to y'all about. So I mean it'll be a great opportunity to cover some things that we didn't speak upon through the year since we weren't even on the air, man. Yeah. But you know it's back to you and me, man. It's back to you and me, man. Here we go again. Once again, it's the dynamic duo. I know we got uh maybe Jen and Nick are coming a little bit late, but hey, we here. Yep. That's right. Shouts out that's to right. everybody that called in last week. Great conversation, great opinions. The topic, man, all of it was on point. It came all the way through, man. So shouts out to everybody that's on the Middleman Talk Show Facebook page group. Thank you for all the participation. We looked at our numbers. Al, hey, I don't know if you had a chance to look at those numbers, man. They were astounding.
0: You know, I wasn't able to look at the numbers yet, but, um, hey, back. I really appreciate everybody who have been continuing to listen to our show. And, you know, the response was great via Facebook. So, um, I mean, it's hey, we back, man. You back. It's good to be back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well,
2: um, man, what we can do, man... Normally, I know we'll go over a couple of things about what's going on, things like that. So, I mean, this whole show is about what's going on, things that we Mm -hmm. want to talk about, things we want to get into. So, for all of our listeners, if you're new to the Middleman Talk Show, this week we're going to emphasize this first off, and we're going to say it again during the show. We don't cuss over here, y'all. So, if y'all have any (laughs) vile language or anything y'all want to say that's cussing or whatever the case may be, Um, take that to another show. Keep listening to us, but you can cuss over there. Over here, we want to have intellectual conversation without the profanity. Now, sometimes we may get heated. Sometimes we may be passionate. Sometimes we just want to get it out there. So we understand that. But we prefer to have our show being, we want it to be able to be listened to by many of people. We want your grandma to listen to it. We want your auntie, your mama, your cousin, all these people. We want your pastor to listen to it because he might need to hear something. So, That's right. let's not use any profanity while we're on the show. Also, we got a new call in number. That new call in number is 646-564-9698. Uh,
0: Six
2: yeah, yeah, 9, 9, yeah, man. It, <laughs> take a little <laughs> you still bit. Yeah, think about uh, the old number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I got to get used to this new number, man. I mean, we appreciate Blog Talk Radio for upgrading us to a good number. So, I mean, hey, man. And um, also, if you guys would like to get into the conversation and you want to uh, speak with us tonight, make sure that you dial that number. Press the number one. Just don't sit on the line. We had a couple of people say, man, you know, my weight was incredibly long. I understand, but you forgot to do one thing. That's to press the number one that will get you in the conversation. We also have a web chat um, that I'm on right now, and I think Al is going to join me a little bit later, but no, he's on there now. But uh, we do have a web chat over on com forward slash the Middleman. You can get your profile or just log in as a guest. We don't need to know who you are. We don't have to know who you are. We appreciate right. the dialogue over there also. So, have I missed anything, Al? I mean, like, like, do we need to have any other disclaimers or anything
0: else that, that these people need to hear today? Well, I think you cover pretty much everything, and we always will tell people that... Um, we want to let your voice be heard and this is an opinionated show so um everyone has the right to express their opinions but we you know we don't want to get, you know make anybody upset about anything we just want to have a good conversation get some knowledge about it spread the word about some things and you know share share your thoughts on these particular topics that we discuss on this show um and so i guess uh, from that you know today we're going to be discussing the top 10 stories and events from the 2015 year. If there's something that we missed, we would love to hear your thoughts on what is important and relevant to you that happened in the year of 2015. Now, some of the things that we have pointed out that we're going to discuss today is the uh, fight for $15 minimum wage increase, the Mid-Man March of the 2015 year, uh, police brutality, which, of course, we all know that there has been a lot of... Um, Uh, police mentality this year and we have reached over a thousand people who have been killed by police in one year. Um, We're also going to discuss the Woman of the Year Award who's been given out by Glamour Magazine. We're going to talk about Bill Cosby. We're going to also address some of the uh, terrorist attacks that have been um, here. Also the um, American terrorist attacks. Um, We will discuss uh, Black Twitter and uh, Officer Daniel Holtzclaw, the serial rapist. And, of course, we can't leave the show today without talking about the presidential race. So we got to get That's into right. that. We definitely got to talk about, you know, Trump, Carson, um, you know, Bernie Sanders, all those people. So if That's you got something easy. else that you yeah, want to yeah. ask this list, make sure you call in. Oh, yeah. You
2: know what jen jen if jen come in she get in here in enough time i know we're gonna try to save that presidential race for her because i know she feels strongly about politics she got some things she want to say about the democrats the republicans the libertarians whatever other sect that she may know about so we gonna let her bring that on in if she come in if she don't we got something to say about it because you know you and, oh yeah. you, know, you and i mean we're gonna hold it down we're gonna say some good things about these topics so Brother dude, man, It's so much to digest
0: on this plate today, man,
2: yeah, you know, I wait, think the topics
0: that we you know that we decided to uh talk about today, which could have been a uh, numerous of stuff, and there's a lot of stuff that went on this year that I mean it's just so much to talk about, and it was just so much to choose from to even figure out what we was gonna go with on this show, but I think um first and foremost, you know I really wanna touch on the police brutality of this year okay um you know we've we've everyone has seen the news everyone has been involved um with with what's been going on um because if you have a facebook page of course you see it all the time um cnn msnbc fox news you know they all report those things um but i think one of the biggest things that um I wanted to address what the police brutality amongst us as people is that you know the differentiation of views toward it, and yeah, um, you have a lot of people who were misinformed over things that happened with some of the people who were killed um over the year and felt that you know the police did the right thing, and you know then you have people on the other side of that, that police you know that felt like the police did the wrong thing, and so um. I really, you know, try my best this year not to get into it with anybody via Facebook over misinformed information. Because some people mm-hmm. only get their information from one source, which is Fox right. News. Right. And so, if you get your information only from Fox News, come on, man. Like, like you're really going to have a lot of misinformed information. So, um, and... To me, it felt like Fox News was causing some issues with people of the public, the police department, um, politicians, things like that. Because it made you want to pick sides and choose sides as far as, you know, right from wrong. But at the end of the day, I mean, a lot of the people who were killed this year, white and black, were unarmed. They wasn't doing anything to... um, provoke the police officers, um, and then if you're on the ground and then you got another police officer pushing you, and then you got one police officer saying, start resisting, but you got a police officer pushing you and, and one kicking you in your chest, what are you going to do?
2: Before you, before you get too far into that, Al, I do want to say this, and uh, welcome Nick to the show, man. What's going on, Nick? Hey, what's up, everybody? All right, man. Hardest working man on the other side of the boards. Hey, man, I got to do my thing, man. <laughs> Most definitely. You know, G- but, um, Georgia Power don't care what your passion is. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it paid. <laughs> um, you know, before you get too far into what you were saying, Al, I think that this whole issue with the police in 2015 is a very divisive. It's a very divisive issue, and what I mean by that is. Um, you have people that are pro-police, anti-police. You have people that, that feels like it's white against black or whatever the case may be. And one of the things that you stated, Al, there are, there are a lot of people that got killed by the police. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that got killed by the police within the last year. And like you said, they they were unarmed. But the thing about it with the media, the media pushes an image that predominantly mm-hmm. looks like I and Nick look like us. So therefore, a lot right. of times when people in our the community, they see the police doing their thing, what's the first thing they're going to say? Oh, they're protecting us from those criminals, which a lot of times they want to say the criminals look like us. Statistically, right. you can look at the federal statistics. Blacks actually commit less crime, and and we had a show called Middle Numbers. Even by little mm-hmm. numbers, if we're 13.9% of this population and the rest is everybody else, How can we create that much crime out of that 13%? It's simple, math. We can't. But, before I go too far in that, I want to say this. And why I say it's divisive, there needs to be a point where citizens, we need to get to the point where we're going to say, okay, this is a good cop, this is a bad cop. Good and bad has nothing to do with black and white, even though we sensationalize it in America. Right. We need to get beyond that. So, that, that's a, that, that's just the beginning of what I had to say. So Nick, go ahead, go ahead. I, I got a couple other things I would like to say. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, let me let me jump in on that real quick. I think the thing about it is that oftentimes what we see and what is actually purported and what's actually going on is completely different. And I think I, I get yep. what you're saying about media being divisive, but it, it's it's desi- it's divisive by design. And here's the reason why: yep. because at in a moment's notice, if you get the majority of America, which is, you know, Caucasian, if you get the majority
0: of America in an
2: outrage about something, then they have no choice but to change it. As long as we can keep presenting, because the reality is, there is no ratings in a white unarmed kid getting killed by police. Right. There's no there, there are no ratings in it. I'll give you a prime True. example. You look at, in the height of everything with Trayvon Martin, with Mike Brown, with everything. A lot of people forgot, or a lot of people didn't even know about Dylan Taylor, who was a young Mm -hmm. white kid, 18 years old, who was on video, you could see on the cop's body cam. He's walking away from the cop, and he was pulling his pants up. You could tell he didn't have anything on him. And the cop, who was black, shot him in the back. Now, If that would have been put on Fox News, on CNN, Headline News, MSNBC, then it would have had to go beyond, oh, this is is just a race problem, I don't have to identify with it. No, it's a cop killing a kid problem, and now they have a vested interest in retraining of cops, in proper procedure with cops. See, then it becomes a real outrage that has to have some type of change. As long as it's not on TV and they don't have to see it, they can be in denial about it. Right, and, and and that's what it is. It's very much so by design, so until we get to the point because I, and I get we have to expose as much as we can about when our people are done an injustice, but we also have to expose when other races are done an injustice too, because then they no longer look at it as that's a black person's problem. Then they look at it as that's everybody's problem, and unfortunately, until people start looking, see the thing about it is when people realize that something is an everybody's problem that's when a change is made. And that's how we got you know to do that, it. that's we, true. Nick, we that is so true. We got to share the white kids getting ki- killed just as much as we got to share the black kids getting killed. But you know what, you 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 shut that hole, you really kind of shut that argument down with what you just said for the fact that the media has no rating and sensationalizing their own. They have no, no rating. They will not get the views that they would because we've been conditioned in America to do what? Good guys, bad guys, Indians, police, pilgrims, mm-hmm. Indians. You know what I'm saying? Us, them. That that's, that works in America.
3: Yep. Yep.
2: You know what I'm saying? By them going back and say, hey, man, we got bad cops out here. We got good cops out here. What that does, that puts the spectrum around cops. All you
3: right.
2: Know? You see what I'm saying? So yep. if you got it where people can view it from that standpoint, then like you said, Nick, true change will happen. And it's sad that we got cops. I saw a video the other day where there was a guy on the um, ground. He he was not resisting. The cop pulled out his gun and shot his partner. I saw that too. Guess what he did? Mm. Yeah, he, he put the his, gun. He just killed that dude and planted yeah. a gun. But will he go to jail? Yeah. No. I ain't going to jail for that. That's the thing. Exist. When and how can we change... The judicial system where we get people on the jury with their biases and they will not convict a cop because guess what? That cop is someone in their mind, they've been conditioned to think that this guy is good. Now, mind you, I have cop friends. I hope when I'm listening right now, I'm not saying all cops are bad, but you got bad people in your ranking. Just like the same way we right. have to hold that bearing as black people. There's some, black, there's some bad black people out there. Just like there's some bad white, Asians, and every other race on this continent. You see what I'm saying? But we got the Mm -hmm. bad that. Why can't the police bear that same cross? Well, here's the thing about it. I think it's twofold. When when you're talking about juries and convicting cops, it's twofold. Here's the problem. When you have a situation like that, I absolutely do not believe in a jury of your peers. You should not be tried in the same place that you live because your jury members are going to come from the same place you live. And even whether they think the cop is good or bad, very few people in their right mind will publicly be seen coming out against a cop. Why? Because he might go to jail, but his boy is still on the force. And he knows who you are. I will give you a prime example. When I was in uh, Riverdale, uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. you know, this was my right. first time in Georgia getting arrested. This was in two thousand eight, right? Got arrested. Think you've been arrested, though? Co- hey man, look, hey look, hey, mind goodness, business. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> it, you know what's what's the, what's the common excuse, man? It was some bull, you know, it was a right. But <laughs> but the cop impounded my car. And when he was impounding, trying to get the car impounded, he dropped the keys. I watched him drop the keys in the squad car. Couldn't find them by the time the guy got there. So he just let him take the car off. And he went on and proceeded to say that, no, he gave the keys to the guy. Because now, at this point, the car's been sitting in impound. You know, they charge you every day. You know, and, and, and I mean, it just, this went on and on until finally, we just had to literally go up there. Me... The chief at the station and one of the trustees went through every car because I said, this was the car that we were in. He was like, that's not the car that was assigned to that officer. I said, well, he signed out the wrong car because I'm telling you, this was the car because it had a very significant scratch on the car that I remember. And sure as my name is Nick Eden, they found the keys. And he's like, well, Mm. listen, here's the thing about it. I don't know why he was not in the car he was assigned, but do you want to file a report? I said, Absolutely not. He said, Are you sure? I said, Sir, I live here. There's no re there's no way I'm about to file a complaint against this cop here. Because if he right. gets reprimanded and he doesn't come after me right. one of his boys. Somebody else. And that and unfortunately with and and like you said, not all cops are bad, but it's the ones that are bad man, they are really, really bad. Oh, like Oh yeah, they get down. And And at that point, you have to worry about your safety, your family's safety, and it's like, is it worth it? That's why for some of those jurors, that's why for a lot of people, it's worth it to just say, you know what? I didn't see anything, or he's not guilty. And that's the unfortunate state. That's the unfortunate state that we live in now with police. Because you never know when you're going to run into the cop that's deciding that tonight is
0: going to be your last night breathing
3: yep speaking
0: of other cops since you said that you know the officer uh, Daniel Holtzclaw the serial rapist um and how you were saying as far as being judged by a jury of your peers when he was actually given his sentence and they got him up and he walked over um, towards the judge or whatever and it looks like he from the video it looked like he said how could you do that that jury that he had, and I guess he was expecting to get off from the you know jury did. of his peers. Why would you know, now, now,
2: now? Now, before you get too far into that story, to all our listeners out there, if you would like to get into the conversation or talk about something that stood out to you in 2015, the number to dial is six four six five six four. Nine six nine eight. That's five six four nine six nine eight. That's six four six. Five six four, nine, six 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 9698 And I'll break down the story of Daniel Holesclos to everybody
0: if they just well, tuning in, just hearing about this. Well, uh Daniel Holesclaus is an officer who was employed in Oklahoma City who was recently um um charged with rape and uh was sentenced to 363 years in prison and so of course the media did not um do a lot of publicity on it but he raped over 13 women only 13 women actually came to the forefront and testified against him but um they're suspecting that there were more women over the time in which he was the officer when she was doing these acts that he possibly have have raped which i believe too i believe he raped more than 13 women and the uh, age range was from um, seventeen or eighteen all the way up to fifty five, fifty six. And mm-hmm. um, and during the you know the actual hearing, you know towards the end of it, you know he was looking kind of confident. He was calm, you know, during some of the trial. Didn't seem like anything phased him until he actually heard the verdict. And once he heard the Perfect. verdict. All of a sudden, he wants to cry. He wants to feel sorry. I,
2: I'm, I'm he trying wants to, to... I'm tr- Man, I, I'm just trying to understand where did he even get the notion that that was just cool, man. Like, it was okay. Like, where did they Kev. think that, okay, we're going to touch a black woman and ain't nobody going to be Kev. outraged by it anyway. They, 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 they ain't hitting on nothing. So you want go to know after grandma. You want to know yep. why, Kev? They've been doing it for years. Yep. That's right. It's been it's been common for years. Here's one. If, if you want to know how common it is, one of my favorite shows on television is Law and Order. Right? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you remember the original Law and Order, remember Law and Order has been around since like late '80s, early '90s. It's been around for a long time. Go back and look at some of those earlier shows before they started making SBU all about sex crimes and it was just the one Law and Order show and they did everything. There were at least two shows that I can remember off top where they arrested and convicted a cop for the almost identical crime. Mm. That's what they do. They go into these lower income areas, they intimidate people, and they run amok on them. I mean, they made shows about it. It was so common. It's common. It's common not only with people in inner cities. It's common with uh, sex workers, you know. They're, you're you're supposed—you're thinking that they're supposed to be out there putting sex workers, you know, behind bars, and they're out there getting freebies.
0: Uh, like
2: it's—it's it's, it's common. It's been going on yeah. for years. I, what, yeah. I don't get, what I don't get—what I don't get—is why we are surprised. That's what I don't get. If anything, I'm surprised um, that he got I mean, convicted. But you, you know, <clears throat> I mean, the thing—I was is, just surprised as he was. I see you. As far as even with him getting evicted, I mean c- convicted, um, he should have been evicted out of his job. But uh, <laughs> the thing about it is, like the general public, I mean, just the average person, black, white, or whatever in America, we know that the cops have it. We know that some cops have issues. Right. You know, we know that humans in general have issues, but. You wouldn't expect somebody to go around raping grandmas, just raping women, just raping just because they got that that badge on. This ain't like a, something out of a movie, more than just something that happened in real life, man. That's crazy.
0: Well, I tell you that, you know, I think he felt like he was above the law, and probably some of his buddies, you know, were in his ear saying nothing was gonna happen to you. But as you can see, you know, justice did prevail for these women, and you know, hopefully some of the other ladies who were victims may, will come out, you know, hopefully and say something about that as well. And, you know, I just feel sorry for the family of these victims because they have to be there to try to console their family members and help them get through this process, which can be very difficult. A lot of times people need um, treatment, counseling, therapy, you know, some end up on medication because they don't know how to deal with it. and so now, you know, I hope that this was a sign of relief for these people. And um, like I said, just as they prefer, I see we do have a caller who's waiting. Um, It's just happening.
2: Uh, caller. You got me. I was supposed to screen it. Thank you. Caller, you're live. 612 Middleman Talk Show. What's up?
3: Uh, good
1: evening, brother. How Where are you calling?
2: Hey, what's going on? Where you calling from, brother? What's your name? Where you calling from? My
1: name's Marcus. is calling from uh, Minnesota.
2: Hey Marcus,
1: what's going on? on hey, how you doing? Doing great, man. It's, uh, it's good. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Most definitely. All
0: right. You got a comment?
1: Yes, sir. I had a, I had a question for you guys, and maybe you, you could both answer this. Um, uh, I was wondering, uh, do you guys think is is there any scientific evidence for the existence of God? Not
2: that I'm aware of. No. Not that I'm aware of, brother. Oh,
1: both of you are saying no or? Yeah, no, both. there I
2: mean, is no evidence. Okay.
1: Are you, uh, would you consider yourselves like agnostic or atheist? or What's your viewpoint?
2: Neither. Neither at this point in Neither. time. I'm still searching.
1: Okay. Do you guys have like a religious background growing up at all or were you just sort of secular or what? what how did you guys sort of?
0: I mean, if you're born in the South, I mean Pretty much all of yeah. us were born in the South Coast. We grew up in a church. But, of course, as you get older, yeah. you learn more. You learn different. You read more. You do more research. And once you do more research, I mean, hey, you know, you're open to you're learning still,
2: a, a lot but more But you're still things. coming to a, you still make a personal decision based on your personal faith. Um, exactly. I, for, for, for my example, I am a Christian. I do believe okay. in God. And while I know there is no scientific— Evidence that proves there's a prove there's God There's no scientific evidence that proves That there's such a thing as love but it's still there So it's just a matter of your personal Belief it's a matter of your personal faith
1: Okay and for the other brother too you uh, Are you a Christian as well or are you Maybe undecided I am Christian. Over... I Also both of you Are Christians
2: No no that was just Mark that was uh, Nick Our co-host but Mark I, I would mm-hmm. like to ask what, What's the reason what, what, what was your What's your rationale behind the question
1: well I just uh, I try to ask this Because uh, I'm a former Atheist myself And I'm a Christian And uh, I try uh-huh. to Talk to people And see if If they're aware of There being scientific evidence And it seems like the More people I talk to The Seems to be the the, the the opinion On the uniform It seems to be That people say no And I'm interested to see uh-huh. How Why is that And
2: uh, Well you know One thing I would like For you to do Marcus Man When we We, we have shows That will cover religion um but at this particular time and no disrespect to you by any means but we appreciate you listening and and calling but you know we would like to uh you know we're just talking about things that happened in 2015 and you know i know religion is a big part for a lot of people with the pope and and other things that happen in churches and things of that nature but at this particular time uh, we are just covering a couple of things on the topic would you like to comment on any of the topics that we're covering today
1: yeah, I mean, I would just say it like this. I mean, if if uh, if God doesn't exist, then everything would be ultimately meaningless. And if He did exist, then nothing would matter more than than getting to know Him. Would you not agree? Well, if well, you hey, look back uh, at the uh,
0: dates, I, I, of... Yeah. Uh, let me let me let me finish this off, Kevin. If you look back as far as how the Bible was created, which was over two thousand years ago, the Earth has been in existence for over ten of twenty. Maybe, maybe maybe some years and then you can actually go and read more information over um over in the uh, comedic sciences uh you can actually go to africa and tour all of that and and find out a lot of stuff about that so so well, we definitely appreciate your call and um yeah. so hey man back on matter of that, fact oh, mark of is uh
2: just call in because we're going to do a show about religion we got friends from different faiths uh different background things of that nature we appreciate you tonight yep. but um man let's let's keep it moving brother let's keep it moving man uh where we left off at
0: Where did we leave off at? Before we got let's I let's, you know, we, down let let's let's go to the fifteen dollar minimum wage you oh. know uh, <laughs> five for 15 dollars because i I think this is something that you know really hits home with nicholas e and we
2: definitely yeah. better get into it with that. So, uh... let, 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 let me say this. Let, let me say this. This year has... Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. Cause, okay, well, I got let, 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 me let me break it down for all, my, all our listeners out there. Uh, everybody, for whatever reason, y'all think that my opinion is just, no, screw them. They don't need any more money. That's not the case yeah, at all. He is, mate. <laughs> this, this, is, this is what I honestly believe in terms of this whole fight for 15. I question the motives. Behind it, I question, you know, from especially seeing that it was birthed in a fast food environment. And this is from someone before anybody says that I, you know, I can't judge. This is from someone who worked in fast food and fine dining as an adult. What I will say is this. The people that are out there rallying, not going to work and saying, oh, we're fighting for $15 an hour. Let me break down three very important things for you. While you're at work, there's a sign on the window that says we're hiring every Monday. McDonald's hires every Tuesday. Arby's hires every Monday. Uh-huh. Burger King hires every Wednesday. That's the first thing. And not to mention those machines are on the way. That's a whole other show. The second thing is even if you got $15 a week, I mean $15 an hour, there is not, with the exception of shifts and salaried managers, anyone within those fast food systems that is guaranteed to work a full 40 hours a week so what they would really and truly do is cut back even more than they cut back on the hours now right that's the second thing the third thing and I'm not being funny when I say this and anybody who's been a restaurants fast food or fine dining will know what I mean by this if you go in there And do your job to the best of your ability. I promise you it will not be difficult to stand out amongst your peers. And it will not Mm. be difficult to be promoted within that job because here's the reality. The national average, let's just use McDonald's for an example. The national average for a manager at McDonald's is higher than $15 an hour. So while you're out there trying to fight hard for the bare minimum, if you went above and beyond... You would have a better chance at standing out and moving up, and that's the reality of it. And I say that from the experience of being someone who started off as the burger flipper at McDonald's, who op- who was offered and turned down management in McDonald's, who worked for TGI Fridays for five years, who was in management at TGI Fridays, and let me tell you something: those salaries and those bonuses for managers in fine dining, oh, they are they are definitely lovely. This is someone so, so hold on, who has worked you with on in those. Nick, you on the <laughs> road. I I gotta jump in. You already done <laughs> Slammed Slam the, the the topic, you done D T the topic, you done the power bomb the topic. So let let, let 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 me play let me play the other side of that fence, Nick. Let, let me play another. the other <laughs> side of that fence. <laughs> Listen to me. Nick, there are things that we do not I mean I I, I respect your argument. I respect what you're saying in, in regards to the, the aspect of the work in general. But let's talk about the cost of living. Let's talk about inflation. I got some facts over here, Nick, from the Pew Research Internet. I can't. I can't wait for you to spit out these facts. I already know where you're going, and I'm about to do another. fact. Yeah. I'm about to do a Macho Man elbow drop off the top rope. But go ahead, Nick. Let me tell go you ahead. something. Brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. At Seven twenty-five an hour. The federal minimum wage has lost about eight point one percent of its purchasing power. Due to inflation, that's eight point one percent, Nick. In actuality, we should be paying people twelve dollars an hour due to the inflation that we have right now, Nick. Twelve dollars an hour. Number two, Nick. Nearly half of the forty-eight point two percent of the three million hourly workers who were at or below the federal federal minimum wage in twenty fourteen were ages between sixteen and twenty four. Hence. What are you saying about the people getting a job at McDonald's? That is a beginning job. I understand that as a, a a starter job. I didn't even say I didn't but even say that was a starter job. I don't believe that that's a starter I'm job. I'm going off. Just a minute. I'm going all previous conversation. Nick. I'm going off okay. previous conversation. I never said it was a starter okay. job. Well, hold on. Nick. Go ahead. Hold on. Nick. An additional twenty-two point four percent of those are between twenty-five and thirty-four. Now, sixteen to nineteen. I have no problem with them making seven twenty-five because guess what? Nine out of ten times they're either beginning college or leave, about to leave the house, so they're just stacking money. But when we got grown people that don't have the opportunity to get a job because the jobs are going overseas that are, are twenty-five to thirty-four, you cannot live at that wage, Nick. Show me one person that can live off that as a livable wage. And another thing, okay. just to add on to that: twenty-nine states. Plus the District of Columbia have already doubled their wages, Nick. So tell me why can't the federal minimum wage be higher, Nick? So here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. First and foremost, you're absolutely right. And this is the reality is, the reality is, federal minimum wage is a gift to some states and a curse to others. Let's get let's let's use Georgia as an example. The state minimum wage in Georgia is still 5.15 an hour. The federal minimum wage is of a benefit at that point. However, if you live in Washington state where the state minimum wage is in fact $12, the federal minimum wage is a curse. Now, here's the reality of it. You say it should be $12 from someone who did work when I was in management training, and I was making twelve fifty an hour. Let me explain to you mm-hmm. something. Twelve fifty an hour is still not a livable wage. And the reality yeah. is, the reality is, fifteen dollars an hour is not a a, a a livable wage. It's not. If you factor, it's in, just if you not. factor if in, if you factor in living, you in, if you factor in living in poverty, or yeah. if you factor in living in a place that does right. not have a mass transit system. It is not. It is yep. not a livable wage. That And see, that's hmm. what I hate about those statistics because they don't break them down by region. They use a blanket statement over all of it. Now, I'd like to quote a friend of mine on Facebook by the name of Bob Evans. And I think this probably sums up my feelings on it the most. And I'll leave it alone after this. He said, if you make $9 an hour, you need to make another $240 a week to get to 15 Assuming Assuming a 40 hour work week. Make it right. yourself. Start your own small business. Don't wait for the man to hand you money. Earn it now. Earn it first. Try, think, produce. Mow lawns. Clean houses. eBay, Etsy, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Paint faces. Make balloon animals. Sing, dance, announce, contribute. There's a million ways to do it. Don't wait for a savior. Be your own. I agree. I agree, Nate. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. That's the same thing you're saying, if you want to fly, you can fly. Would you trust somebody with a, a low IQ and, that, and that, that, that chair of a pilot when you're going from here to Las Vegas? Just because, because yeah. of that theory, would you Would you agree with that? Uh, based you on, that theory, look, look, based this, on that theory, the Wright brothers didn't have a precursor to them. They need yeah, to it figure is. it out. Yes, they did. If you do... If you we're, not gonna, we're not going to use... We're, we're not going no, to use the... That's, our that's a bad uh, analogy. <laughs> okay. We're not going to use it on. So, uh What I'm saying is, is this. And you guys have known me for years. You know this is my mantra. You do what it is that you want to do. Because, see, here's the reality. We can talk about this fight for 15. We can talk about this all day. And these non-livable wages... But you're also speaking to someone who has done work for and with people on government assistance, people in low-income areas. And let me tell you one thing that is very prevalent in all those places. If I ever want to know what the new iPhone looks like, it's there. If I ever want to know when the new Jordans are coming out, ask somebody there. If I ever want to know when the new... Because here's the reality of it. The reality of it is as black consumers... We still spend a trillion dollars a year. It ain't rich people spending all that money like that. We'll mm-hmm. spend our money on BS, but they'll say you don't have enough money for rent. But you own time for free before 11, but you can't be on time at 11 at McDonald's. And that's my biggest but, issue. But with that, ain't, that, and ain't that ain't everybody. Up here and and we're going, that, that's not everybody. No. And you're right. That's not everybody. Nah, that's, but, that's a blanket of statement, brother. Here's the reality. Here's the reality. The people that are like, you know what? I'm going out there and I'm going to get it are not at those rallies. Would they Would they be happy with $15 an hour? I'm Hell pretty yeah. sure they would. I'm pr- I, I, hey, hey, I, I absolutely think that they would. But I also know Nick. that they're not going to go out there and rally for it. They're going to go out there and get it. Nick, check this out, y'all. We have a, a, a listener that's over on the web chat, I Am The Universe. Um, they stated that McDonald's employees in Holland earn $20 an hour. Um, they also said progressive, progressive taxation is slavery. And they have a quote from Ezra Pound, which says, war in old times were made to get slaves. The modern implement of imposing slavery is debt. You can't get out of debt when you ain't making no money, Nick. Let me tell you something. I you know. I'm look, say, look, Nick, all the he, things no, no, you no no. Said were, no, were, no, no, Hold on. Nick, that, because you can go, you can go. We can, we can we can go there. Because here's the reality. I know a whole bunch of people that don't make fifteen dollars an hour, don't make these big salaries, but they are debt free. You want to know why? Because they do not spend outside their means, and that's the reality. Because at a certain point, yeah. at a certain point, personal accountability has to come into play. And why would you yeah. fight so hard for the minimum if you can organize? Here's here's the reality. If you can organize. Something as big as a nationwide Initiative For Fight for 15 Why could you not Organize something similar In crowdfunding Something similar in some form of Fundraiser to build up Money for these people Establish a 5013 Establish a 503C I'm sorry Establish a grant program If you can organize like that Why would you put that much energy Towards getting The bare minimum. I don't understand that. I will say this. I will say this. I agree, but you got to look at the people that are organizing. They are not the ones that probably, they ain't probably working at the fast food place. They're just a a, a a vehicle for them to get this. You know what I'm saying? Which goes to my original point. What's their motivation? What's their motivation? Let's be honest. Look at this. Look at this, don't it? i am tell you, I, I don't understand the motivation. I mean, just to, to make sure and ensure that people that have nots can have. But at the, in the same breath, I saw a video of a man that was part of the organization for Fight for 15. He said, look, I fought in the I fought in the war overseas. I, I was overseas fighting for America. I came back. This is my skill set. I enjoy working in a kitchen. But for my time, I would like to be paid properly for the work that I do. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's so who is to saying, you're, you're absolutely Nick, Nick, right. Hold
2: on, hold on, Nick, Nick. Hold on, hold on. Who is to say that his his time is not worth fifteen an now? Because remember, before we regulated the hourly workers, people were out here working. They had children working before we had all these laws that came in after the fact. We had children working. We had uh, old people working for for twenty forty hours for pennies on the dollar. You know what I'm saying? Right, so we have to you're have some right. type of standard. And I saw, that br- I saw that brother, and I absolutely agree. Here's the reality. Here's the reality. And see, this is why I get into it, I think you, job all so much, because I see it on the other side. You're absolutely right. I don't think that he should be at McDonald's in the kitchen. He loves being in the kitchen. I don't think he should be at McDonald's fighting for $15 an hour. I think he should be at TGI Friday's making $15 an hour because that's what they're paying the cooks. But here's one, why is it that for the last Two years that I was a manager at TGI Fridays I couldn't get a Full line of cooks And the ones I had I could barely get them in there on time And the absolute lowest we were pay- paying And that was for people who did not finish With some form of training in culinary arts Was twelve fifty an hour To prep mm-hmm. So the jobs are out there, but once again You gotta get off your ass and look Here's one Here's a military vet La Cordon Bleu has a scholarship program for military vets who want to get a degree in culinary arts. You have to get out there and look for it. It's not but going Nick, to he, come and sit he, in your he, lap. He, and this is, Nick, and I'm telling example, you, the only, reason, the only reason that I'm saying these things, and you're right, he is one example, but the reason that I am saying these things is plain and simple because I have been in hospitality for so long, and I have seen so many people who will get in there and not even want to try I had people mm. working under me who would not go into management. You want to know why? Because they were like, I make more money waiting tables than I would be a manager. Because I come in here every day and I bust my ass. My old GM, yep. and I think I told you about this before, my old GM when I started at TGI Fridays, he sat us down before we opened that store and he said, look you guys are the wait staff. You're the, you're the front line. You're the people that said customers interact with the most. You're also the person who makes the least amount of money on paper here. You make $2.13 an hour, which means your tips are going to be your lifeblood. If you have mm-hmm. a section that is four, three, four, five tables, that table, that section, I want you to look at it like that is your business. At TGI Fridays, we are simply distributors of the product, but that is your business. And you have to get in there, and you have to market your business. You have to sell your business. You got to upsell drinks. You got to give them the best service. And I promise you, if you do that for them, nine times out of ten, you will be rewarded for it. And he sent us into the field charged up like that, and we went out there, and we killed it. We killed it, <laughs> and that's the reality, man. You gotta take, you have hey, to man. take responsibility and make the best of your situation, or go and find a better situation. And don't tell me that they're not out oh, there. Oh man, oh no, nah. we are gonna stop right there because you, me, and you, we are gonna carry on bad about this. Y'all keep tuning in. We are gonna do a show about this because this needed because we we didn't we didn't ate up a lot of our times with this one. So we are gonna talk yep. about this on a show. we we gonna do a show. Um, we got a couple of people up. that said they couldn't get in. Make sure you dial 646 564 9698. We do have a new number. And uh, shout out to I Am the Universe over on our web chat. We appreciate you for listening in. Um, they're talking about personal industry. Uh, you know, hey, man, they're dropping some bombs over here. I, I know if I get into this, Nick and I will continue on with this.
0: But let's oh, right yeah, talk presidential... about
2: this. Yes, sir. I know you're passionate. I am too. Let's get into this presidential race. I know we we're expecting Jen to get in here to draw some knowledge on what she thought about these candidates. But the first person we're, we're needing to discuss is our uh, possibility, could be possible, the next president of the United States, Donald Trump. What do y'all got on this presidential race, man? What's filled out to you guys in 2015 about this beginning of the race? America did not prepare for President Obama leaving, and here's a, this is the reason I say that. If you look at just in our lifetime, let's look at let's look at our time, okay? Let's start let's start with Reagan. Let, I think that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. What happened when there was not a next step? When there was not a next step, we got Bush.
0: We got Bush. Yep.
2: You get what I'm saying? That's the last time mm-hmm. we weren't prepared, which is why Bush only lasted four years.
0: Yeah, one time. Mm-hmm.
2: America got prepared. We got Clinton. We got Clinton. We kept Clinton. Clinton was getting ready to leave. We thought we were prepared with Gore.
3: Mm-hmm. But we
2: had another Bush that came up. And, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he, he stole the White House. <laughs> and we stole that. Yeah, he did we we let that happen. And then we let it happen like a second time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we got Florida prepared recount. again. I think that everybody at that point was so prepared. And I, I remember during John Kerry's run, yep. you guys remember mm-hmm. when, when Barack Obama gave the speech introducing him at the Democratic National Convention? And everybody said, he's going to get it if he runs. he's got it. He's got that X factor. Here comes Hillary. Everybody's like, oh yeah, Hillary's going to get it. And then when he came in, it was like, ooh. So then it was like, man, hold up. We really are. We've been prepared since then. We're not prepared now. We are not prepared. And let me tell you, and this is someone who I support, Bernie Sanders. I contributed to his campaign. Out of everybody that we have presented before us, I believe that he would be the best choice Everybody says, oh, he's a little too radical. We need radical in the White House right about now. But I personally believe that he will be the best choice. But I also believe that this is the worst group of presidential candidates that we have ever had. And Donald Trump is the personification of that.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: He is the absolute personification of the worst of the worst. It's like somebody took all the Facebook comments in the world and made them into a person, put a tie on them and said, run for president.
0: The majority of the people that are supporting Donald Trump are not even in his tax bracket, not even people that Donald Trump will possibly even shake hands with. And so when I was talking earlier about the misconception of the media Um, you have a lot of those people who only watch a certain type of news and of course on that certain type of news they always talk about Trump and Trump got this slogan make America uh, make America great again yeah great again you know and so um, you know a lot of those people you know especially with some of the comments that he made felt like he was talking about you know make America white again and so um those supporters They have been supporting him to the highest degree And probably will continue To support him But um, like you said Nick um, You know I've been watching And you know reading up on Bernie Sanders And I do like some of the things that he has been saying I do like some of the things he's been doing um, You know He's not getting a lot of media coverage From for some of the places That he does go and talk to But um, of course in our forefront of what we see, we only see donald trump, and so um it's like there's like a big push for that and um even though the republican um i forgot the guy's name that actually um said something against Donald Trump when he said to uh, stop all Muslims from entering the comp- uh the country or whatever um but you which know, one? Was saying that <laughs> um, you know. He pretty much was like, you know, that that's not a representation of the Republican, you know, party oh, with, about Paul Ryan. and all of that. Yeah, Paul Ren. And so yeah. um but still that that still hasn't changed anything. Um that still haven't changed his um his uh voters percentile as far as his support, you know, people who support him and things like that. You know, and he's still leading, which he probably will. End up possibly being, you know, the front runner um, of the Republican candidacy. So, I, mean, I don't, I don't
2: think so. I, I don't think so. And Kev, I know you about to jump in on this for a second, but I do want to point out something real quick. Here's the first thing: I, I think a lot of times we get sucked into those. I know I do. We get sucked into those polls, and, and we've mm. had this discussion on the show before. They, well, first and foremost, oh. they poll maybe 800 people. It's 310. <laughs> How many Americans is it? <laughs> what is it?
0: Three hundred and right. ten million. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's 300 But the other million. guy, the other guy that's and they told eight hundred. That, that, <laughs> the other guy that's right behind him, he's not even American. I mean, he's born in Canada. Well, okay. Yeah. So here's here's the deal. Here's the deal.
2: Let's not forget that once some of the hoopla started to simmer down a little bit about Trump, that Ben Carson started to rise in the polls. And in some places he actually passed Donald Trump. The reality yeah. is mm-hmm. as much as it sounds right, Republicans are not going to put a black president in the office. Exactly. Let's just be honest. Ben Carson is right. going to be another Herman Cain. And then the problem yep. was they fucked, I'm sorry, they messed around and they let Ben Carson speak.
3: <laughs> yeah, And when they let,
2: <laughs> And when they let Ben Carson speak, that's when they realize, oh, my God, there is a difference between book sense and common sense, and he doesn't have common sense. Exactly. Ted Cruz was the next best option. This is the reality of the Republicans right now. They're actually pushing to try to figure out how to get Trump off the ticket, but they're so scared that he's going to pull another Ross Perot and essentially hand the presidency to Clinton yep. like uh-huh. Ross Perot handed the presidency to Clinton. They're trying yep. their best to hold on, but they're pulling back. They're holding on, but they're yep. pulling back. I can see that happening. If you've noticed, they have pushed Ted Cruz more and more. Because let's be honest, a month ago, people were saying, oh, Ted Cruz might as well go ahead and buy out now. He wasn't even in the main debate, two debates ago. When are we gonna when are we gonna say when are we gonna speak about Ted being from Canada though. Well, okay That's the thing. Here here's here's, are we here's, going? When, here's is, the, when is the birthers gonna come out about that? The birthers aren't gonna come out about that because his mother is a natural born citizen, so that's where his they're gonna mother, come. His mother, but he was born on Canadian soil, so he is a Canadian you're, citizen. You're you're absolutely you're absolutely right but he's also, and, and you have to look at the law. See, this is how they this is how they twist it, right? How they twisted it without people, how they twisted it before was saying, because it never says that someone who is not a natural-born citizen is disqualified from being <laughs> president. They just tried to use that in the case of President Obama, even though the he was born Obama. on U.S. Uh-huh. soil. Even though he was right. born on U.S. soil. The fact that Cruz's mother... Is a natural-born U.S. citizen. It's what puts him in contention to be I'm, I'm president to of that. the United States. Because I'm waiting to if see how going to play out. If it, if it were not the case, and trust me, it won't play out because, and a lot of people don't realize this, the first time that um, Mitt Romney ran and in the primary he was against John McCain, he brought that up in John McCain's birth. And see, nobody talked about that while John McCain was running against President Barack Obama. Yep.
0: Mitt mm-hmm. Romney
2: brought that up and Mitt Romney almost won the Republican primary the first time and we almost didn't even get to see McCain versus Obama. Right.
3: Right.
2: And let's be honest, one of the other reasons that they, you know, that they they would have tried to push it by now is cuz they would have tried to get Arnold Schwarzenegger as president. Yeah, they would have gave it to him. <sighs> they it would have And, gave and, it to and him. that's that's the reality. But the reality but you is know what, though? they don't have anybody uh, strong enough. let me tell you who they want. Who they want is Paul Ryan. Where they messed up us, yep. they made him speaker of the house, and traditionally that never equates to presidency. He was not strong enough at the time to run on his own. That's who they want. That dude is not strong enough. That dude is a loony But you know you know yep. who else I'm not liking? You know who else I'm not liking? I'm definitely not liking Hillary Clinton. Man. I wish Jen was on the phone so she can hear me say that. I, I think she—I don't know how she feels about it, <laughs> but I don't like. I don't she, like, she probably, I don't she like her. The thing, man. And the majority of the people that I know that when I speak to them, um, they 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 look at it like when when we say something about Bernie Sanders, and I'm still watching him. He seems kind of loony at times, but when he used the word socialist it throws a lot of people off with him. Mm-hmm. And we as mm-hmm. American citizens do not realize that the majority of everything in this country is found off socialism.
0: Socialism if you understand
2: that's the root right. meaning of the word.
3: <laughs> that's and, right. But we that's have the problem. A lot. Most
2: people don't Let's be honest. Most people don't understand the meaning of the word socialism. They don't. They may understand capitalism. Maybe they don't understand communism. They most. They they don't understand most isms. The average person doesn't understand know. most isms. Right. <laughs> so I'm, that's true, man. We, we gonna have we gonna have to follow up on this right here. We don't want to get too long in the tube. I know we're getting close to the end time right here. Let's quickly get into. Uh, <laughs> Man, let's let's do this black Twitter, man. We're going to have to let you have it. I was confused. (laughs) What is black Twitter? I don't even know what that is. And hold on. For all the people that just tuning in (laughs) on the internet, that's listening on the phone lines, we're talking about things that we didn't get the chance to talk to you guys about in 2015. If you go to our website, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman, you will see a, a, a couple of topics that we want to cover. Top 10 for us that we didn't get the chance to talk to you guys about until now. So let's get into this black Twitter with Nick Eden, because I don't know what it is. All right. So, okay. Here's the thing about black Twitter, man. Okay. We know that Twitter has become a, a, a monster in terms of algorithms, in terms of determining, you know, popularity and things. And, you know, as we tend to do, as we tend to do as a people, we kind of took Twitter and made it our own. So... Right. Right. Within a given year, and this probably started, I want to say around 2011, 2012, okay? The most popular hashtags on and the most popular trends on Twitter, when they broke them down by demographic, African American Twitter users accounted for about 70 percent of the most popular trends and hashtags. Per year. Now, this has grown since then. I don't know what the numbers are this year because obviously they haven't, you know, tallied up everything for 2015. But it's been personalized and personified in the form of Black Twitter. And basically, when something hits the news, you know how it's perceived online is usually determined by Black Twitter. I'll give you. Um, mm-hmm. Here's one that we that that we have covered on the middlemen talk show in recent years, Ask R. Kelly, if you guys remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Now it, it, that that was a product of Black Twitter. Uh the whole Pill Cosby trend that went on a little bit earlier mm-hmm. this
3: year. That yep. was
2: that was Bill Cosby. Uh Thanksgiving with black families, that All was right. Black Twitter. Um the most recent one that I absolutely it kills me is civil rights Twitter. Like I I'm sorry. That that's, that's <laughs> And <laughs> there's some black people that's upset with me for sharing some of those bits. I don't care. That's hilarious. <laughs> so the thing about it is, now that we know that we have this power and it's now getting media coverage. And and, and and let me also say that the hashtag Black Lives Matter was birthed within black
0: Twitter as well. That's right. So that's right.
2: this is something that clearly we have seen has power. As of as of now, we can't monetize on it. We can't monetize it, but it is something that shows the power that we have within social media. Social media, our reach, our coverage. You know, it's 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 really just a culmination of everything that we've known for years. Once we hop on something, everybody else hops on it because it's now popular, and, mm-hmm. and that is what that's what Black Twitter is, yeah That's what Black okay. Twitter is. I didn't know, so okay. I was confused. I was trying to figure it out. I really don't know. Uh, Okay, you know, here's a couple of... uh, Patty. Patty LaBelle. If if that doesn't show the buying power, Black Twitter, when James Wright did that video, Twitter and Facebook is what was sharing it the most. Black Twitter. look, Look what that did for those sales. Rachel right. Dolezal with her Ask Rachel, with the Ask Rachel hashtag. You know, I, it, it. You know so that's what black Twitter is. Okay. And I think that a lot Well, let's, let's get to the next subject real quick. And, um, Alan, you know, you, with you and your pecking you over there, man. God. Really? Sir. Not sir. Not sir. Much. Stop typing so loud, sir. You don't need to mute this boy. Um, let's get into this uh the million man march, man. Back in nineteen ninety five, uh some of you were just being born, some of you were around. Um, blacks in America came to unify under one umbrella of change, change to our to our society, uh change to our communities, change to our women, children. We made a pledge to say we were gonna change. In twenty fifteen we had the million man march again. Now Um, This was the 20th anniversary, y'all, and I think the media tried to downplay this one. I mean, there were no major outlets really even carrying this, which I was amazed by. So, there's there's some things I wanted to, you know, kind of dive into when when I was thinking about the Million Man March. Now, I'm looking at Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan. He is 82 years old. Mm-hmm. I think this is the last million man march we're going to see of him. My question is, what's next for the nation and who's going to be the next leader? I haven't seen anybody that they've been kind of promoting for the next person. For the mm-hmm. league. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we need a, a Farrakhan type. I, I really don't think we need a Farrakhan type. I think we need Farrakhan types. Plural. Meaning that we need a lot more than just one because what happens is when certain entities in America or in this world start targeting certain people, they target that one that stands out. Just like I heard one guy, he was fussing about Al Sharpton like he's the black leader. Really? Just like the other dude, Jesse Jackson. He's not a black leader. He's just somebody in the front leading blacks, I guess. I don't know.
0: Exactly. (laughs) But Well... (laughs)
2: <laughs> what what do you think what are we going what are we going to do about it? what 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 they going to do about about another leader man i haven't seen them talk about anything about bringing up another leader the, let me tell you why let me tell you why um you haven't had this much hostility towards people of the islamic faith um since the days of Malcolm X and yeah. I think that anybody in that position to stand up is probably waiting it out just a little bit
3: for yeah. fear of their life. I don't life. think it's
2: gonna go. Hey, I, I don't. I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. I mean, for the last past since two thousand and one, they've been each year they've been ramping it up, ramping it up, ramping it up, ramping it up. Each year it gets worse and worse. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So one other thing that doesn't correlate with a lot of people too. The majority in this country don't associate blacks with being Muslims. Not anymore. Not, they don't. not anymore. They don't even realize that. Not, not that anymore. But but think about think about back in the '60s. Think about back in the '60s. You had it about fifty-fifty. Because and, and and this is the reason that I think it's a good thing. Now we can take it off of. You know, I, one I don't like the whole leader title. I think I, I don't I either. think it's I think it's a thing where different people step up for different reasons. You know, um I like the things that Michael Baizen does. He uses his social media platform very well. I I you know, a lot of people don't like him, but I like what Steve Harvey does. He uses his media platform very well in terms of benefiting us as a people. I think if there were to be someone who is a quote unquote leader among us? I would think that the heir apparent would be Doctor Umar Johnson. Mm-hmm. Out of out you know of Everybody right now. Right. We there, need there, more there, Umar. There we need
0: we a whole lot more of him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There,
0: there, there, there are others out there that that are um, doing a lot of teaching and speaking on a lot of things, and um, oh yeah, you know, absolutely. They, they don't. They don't get the media coverage as you know, certain people, but if you if you're on YouTube you can pretty much, you know, YouTube a lot of people. Uh but Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. This is the reason
2: that I this is the reason that I say Dr. Umar Johnson,
0: because
2: first you have to look at his pedigree. We are talking about a direct descendant
0: of Frederick Douglass.
2: So the pedigree mm-hmm. is there. The resume is there in his various levels of education, what he's done within education, particularly within the, mix, the misdiagnosis of ADHD, among black Latin and Latino born. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. You get what I'm
2: saying? right? Yeah. Then you also have to look at the fact that everything he speaks on, he does, and, and, and don't get me wrong, this is not a shot at any of our other leaders that we've had in the past. He, If you ask him about his faith, he'll tell you he believes in God. But, his teachings, his speeches, they're not faith-based, faith-based, they're fact-based. So it's very hard mm-hmm. to dispute the things that he says without extensive research and even then, more often than not, once you do that extensive research, you'll find whether you like to admit it or not that he is right. He doesn't do a lot of opinion-based teaching. He he's very much so fact-based. And I think once you take away your opposition's argument that puts you in position to be, and he's a very outspoken brother. He's a very outspoken brother, but he's also very understanding. He's been outspoken, and the the one thing that will probably hurt him in the in the short run is how people feel, think that he feels about people that are gay, which he counsels yeah. people that but are I, gay, but he's I, just not I, apologetic in his feelings. Right, yeah, yeah I, I respect black. No one. Thing. One thing, one thing that I want to speak about with the Million Man March is that the the, the whole aspect of justice or else, and um, I got mm-hmm. a couple of stats that I want to throw out from the Million Man March. Um, you know, back in 1994, I mean 1995, the estimate from the Park Association said it was 400 thousand people that attended. Now, you and I, if you were born back in '95, you knew it was more than that.
3: You know,
2: uh, it was more than an that, an independent absolutely. State of state, uh, independent state said there was an estimate of 800,000, which we know there were over probably a 1000000 some people out there. The previous one that they just had, the Parks and Recreation refused to even say how many people attended. Now, I understand the fact the slogan of justice or else. Um, unemployment rate back in 1995 was 8.1%. Unemployment rate for blacks in 2015 is 8.9%. Back in 1995, the graduation rate for blacks were 73.4%. 2004, as of 2004, is 84.3%. So we increased on the graduation rate. Now, in 1994, out of 3.5 million arrests, 30.9% were black. 30.9% were black. As of 2013, 28% were black. So we're actually... Decreasing in crime and increasing in education So we have seen something Significant that happened since 1995 since we had this movement So therefore do y'all Do y'all somewhat kind of predict in the next 10 years We may see another uptake In us doing better but at the same time It alludes to what Nick said We have to create our own Do we have to go that route And do y'all see an uptake I, From
0: this march is, is, it, is it helpful Justice or else I think, I think Um with um, the education factor, yes, I, you know, I do believe, you know, um, it's it's going to increase, but I also feel like um, the support of black business and, um, and other minority-owned businesses will definitely need to increase to make those numbers look better because you can have a lot of, you know, kids that graduate from college, but they're not necessarily utilizing their degrees in their field of work. And so that was part of the discussion earlier this year. And so I do feel like uh, since there's uh, a lot of ways that you can become an independent uh, worker for yourself due to, you know, the expansion of the um, Internet, media base, the apps, all those type of things, a lot of people are actually getting to the point where they are, you know, wanting to be more of a business owner type situation. And so hopefully, maybe with this or else, because I follow, um, um, there's a group up in Detroit called New Era Detroit. And what they're doing is, is they are practicing the or else situation. If you are not um, fulfilling your need to the community, such as providing services for everyone, no matter of race, they will come and protest you. If you discriminate against somebody, they will come and protest and shut you down. It has been working for them. They have recently traveled to Chicago and did protests and um, and uh, shut-ins, and it it you know it has worked. And I've seen other people you know across you know the United States take on mm-hmm. you know certain things that New Era Detroit has been doing, but with our children. Um, I do feel like, and this is just my opinion, you know, when I get ready to have kids, I want my child to start his own business doing something at the age of 12 and 13. You know, he could be the best lemonade stand make a, you know, whatever. I, I do want his you- mind to get to the point to where he can understand finances, work, and doing something that you love to do and make money off of it.
2: That's that. cool, he, that, I, I, I said that's he cool. a bunch of
3: times and I got two girls. <laughs> oh, okay, well. So I, oh, he or <laughs> <a> she. <laughs> <chief. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. hey. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's cool, but you know one thing too, Al, I just hope that some of the philosophies from the or else, I hope that our community will embrace it and adapt it Um, You know, I think that's very important for us to either understand we got to stand up on our own, as we were saying earlier, be your own leader. Right. You know what I'm saying? So let's be our own leader behind that. Now, the next topic that we're going to get into, and I think we're going to get these last two and we're going to shut it down. um, True American terrorists. Now, these are American-born terrorists. You know, one thing that in America we do not associate terrorism with the Caucasian. Or the white person, we don't really identify that. But mm-hmm. within the last twenty so odd years, mm-hmm. we've had buildings blown up. The first yep. bombing in America through, from the air was done to who? Black Wall Street by the police. Mm-hmm. The yep. bombing in Cleveland, right? We got the churches that being bom- uh, bombed in Birmingham. We have the churches that are being shot up in South Carolina. So. We have terrorism. When are we going to get to the point where we're going to call terrorism in America what it is? The Ku Klux Klan, they're terrorists. The hate group. Mm -hmm. Within the last decade, we always saying we need to go overseas and bomb somebody. Within the last decade, only 24 Americans have been killed within the last decade by terrorists on American soil. Suspected terrorists, not confirmed, suspected now me and Al were throwing around some stats before the show there was an estimated 150,000 153,000 people killed by firearms from 2001 to 2013 that's not police related that's not a police kill within from 2001 to 2014 3,046 people in the US have been killed by possible terrorists that's not saying they were terrorists 219 people per year were killed by terrorists. That's around the world. Right. Now, if we add in the cops, we include legal killings by cops. They call them legal killings. That number jumps up to 394,912. What the world is going on. American terrorists. What are we going to do about it? Why don't we have laws that protect us from these groups? Why don't the FBI go in and and raid them like they did the Black Panthers? Why don't they go into the police department? Once again, I'm not demonizing our police, but you know y'all got some Klan members in those departments. And and that's the
0: reason why it hasn't um, happened.
2: Can we break down the definition of terrorism? Terrorism is defined uh, as the use of violence and threats to intimidate or coerce, especially for political purposes. So, with the official definition of terrorism, let's start with our first terrorist on American soil, Christopher Columbus. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, yep.
2: <laughs> yep. You know, yep. Matter yep. Fact, we Hey, we ain't gonna say American soil, nigga. We're gonna say the Caribbean, because you know that fool got lost.
0: Right, right. Exactly. All right.
2: I mean, let's let's look at people like Timothy McVeigh. Let's look at the D.C. sniper even though he was black. It's still terrorism. And I think what has gotten to me is we've used terrorism only to describe an attack, and let's be honest. We Mm -hmm. only use terrorism to describe an attack by someone of Arabic descent or Islamic faith anything else is a mental disease it is a thug or a criminal it is a misguided person but if they are of Arabic descent or Islamic faith they are automatically centered as the lone terrorist in the world
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and that's the reality of terrorism at home if you want to talk about terrorism at home let's talk about the police. Let's talk about the KKK. Let's talk about the neo-Nazis. Let's talk about these things because those are terrorists. the gang members. We got some gang members. About, yeah, let's talk about the gang <laughs> members. Absolutely. Let's talk about the gang members. Even though the Bloods and Crips were originally designed to protect neighborhoods from the then-terrorists. Right. But, let's talk about Congress too now. We can't forget about Congress. Let's talk about Congress. We're talking about career terrorists. You want to talk about change in this country? Let's change it because right now the longest tenured president is eight years. The longest tenured congressman has been in Congress for 51 years. That is career terrorism. That's the terrorism in America that we don't want to talk about. Or why don't you ask someone who lives outside of America how they look at us? We have the most impressive Military on the face of the planet. Yet and still, we say we need more. Why do we need more? Why do we have? Why do we have police officers and police chiefs in Georgia mad because President Obama is taking the tanks away from the police force? Why do you need a tank? Right, a tank. Why do you need a tank? And you're not the National Guard. You're going up a neighborhood. talk about like up in Ferguson. Riding around with Uzis and, and attack dogs and full body armor, armor pistols, mm-hmm. bullets. Like people out there are yep. signed. People out there, possibly at worst, a little stinky 32 or something, they would kill somebody. But they out there with little bitty guns. They out there with rocks and bottles, and stupid stuff like that, but you going to roll through with tanks. Really? Right. We're, because we're being set up uh, to be a, a militarized country and we're being set up for but, martial law Nick, the point exactly. is they do not want to say that we have a problem internally within this United States because the atmosphere that is being bred from the presidential race to everyday life white people and I'm going to be honest with you to my white people out there I'm just going to be real with you I ain't trying to offend you but I'm just going to tell you the truth how it is Y'all are scared. Y'all get scared. Y'all want to destroy something. You want to shoot something. You want to burn something down. You get angry. Why? Why can't you live with harmony and peace with the universe?
0: Another Nobody show. Don't
2: try to worry about being yep, shot. Yeah, that's
0: definitely another show. I don't want to
2: go through life without. Yeah, okay. I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone.
0: I'll leave that alone. I, <laughs> right, I, have a, I have
2: a theory supported by historical facts. On why that is, but like I said, that's another show. Yeah, I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone. Like I leave it alone. I leave it alone. Last thing, we're gonna talk about the woman slash man of the year. Um, and I'll break that one down because you know I might say something at this particular time that might offend some folks.
0: I really don't care. I mean, you know, you can say I'm you gonna want, offend you know, them. I'm you, telling you now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, of go, course, go ahead you now. know, you know that uh, Glamour magazine this year uh, gave the award to uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, And last year it was given to um, a transgender male uh, woman, um, Laverne Cox. And Laverne Cox plays on um, Orange Orange is a New Black. She's uh, like the tall black hairdresser in that particular show. But um, she got it last year. Now, Laverne was a man. Now she's a woman. She did have the full surgery. And now you have Caitlin, who still has his male body part, just has breasts. And prefers to go by Caitlin now. And so this year, Caitlin got it. So okay. out of all the women <laughs> that could have gotten this award, these were the two that got it in the last two years. Okay. Hey,
2: we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna leave Bill Cosby alone today, y'all. Yeah. We're gonna let we're going we're going let we leave Bill Cosby alone today. Let Let me ask, Even let me ask you. Even though some of the women question. said he didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question: If Caitlyn Jenner commits a crime and goes to jail, what part of the jail is, is Caitlyn Jenner
0: going to? That's a good question. Ooh. Ooh. I, I know they the they got a special unit.
2: They got a special unit. For yeah, people. They got like a them. special unit. But, for, it's, it's, it's a yeah. pe- but it's a special unit in a male. Jail. In a male population. Right. Let's, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's not. I'm not even going to get into what the genetics are. We're not going to have that conversation. Right. (laughs) The mere fact that you still have a penis, you are still a man. And on top of that, I'm going to go ahead and say it because nobody wants to say it. There's nothing courageous about what Caitlyn Jenner did. There's nothing brave. There's nothing that, you know, denotes her being, you know, woman of the year. One, it's not a woman. And I would argue more for Laverne Cox than I would for Caitlyn Jenner. That's the first thing. The second thing, there are people, and while I don't necessarily... I can't even say I don't agree with it because, one, I'm not sleeping with any of them, so I don't really care. I don't necessarily understand it. But there are people that are going through a transition from man to woman, woman to man every day. They don't have the luxury... They don't have the luxury of having the media tell everybody they have to be politically correct with them in order to make sure their transition goes well. They don't have the money that Caitlyn Jenner had to make sure that the transition goes well. They don't have the resources and the the media at their feet. That Caitlin Jenner has. So there's a whole bunch of people out there going. If you're gonna pick somebody to be Woman of the Year or Brave or this, whatever the case may be, simply because they went from becoming a man to a woman, why don't you look for the people who had to do it with scrutiny in their life, with their family disowning them, with their jobs disowning them? With it, why don't you go through that? Not somebody who went through it at their own pace, at the comfort of their own home, and with everyone being so politically correct around. Them. There's nothing courageous about Caitlyn Jenner and it is an insult to all yep. of the hardworking women who get up every day and bust their ass and any one of them mm-hmm. could have been a real candidate for woman of the year. Glamour Magazine, which is a failing magazine wanted ratings I'm, I'm sorry, not ratings they that. wanted sales they wanted advertisers. And that's there you go. why Caitlyn Jenner there you go. was Woman of the Year. It had nothing to do. There's not one person... Look, you you can't find me one person that can say anything that would qualify Caitlyn Jenner for being Woman of the Year any more than you can find me anyone that can say that Hillary Clinton, Clinton uh, qualifies to be President of the United States. And that's the truth. And nobody wants to say it. I'm not politically correct. If you don't like what I said, there's a button at the upper right hand corner of this screen that you're looking at right now that says broadcast your own show.
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, man, you know what, man? We can carry on tonight, and I appreciate everybody for listening tonight. Nick, we appreciate you, man. I know we we know you got a busy schedule up here, so we appreciate you for coming in tonight. Gene, shout out to Jim, wherever you are. Uh... Alan, man, we're glad to have you back on the show. So, I mean, these are the things that we
0: didn't get a chance to talk to you guys about in 2015.
2: And let them know what we talked about tonight.
0: Well, tonight we had, uh, man, we discussed a lot. So, of course, we talked about the Biggie Man March, the police brutality, um, the woman of the year, which we just covered, the fight for $15, which is the minimum wage increase. Uh, We also talked about Officer Daniel holtz the of Syria Rakers. We talked about Black Twitter, the presidential race, and, of course, the uh, true American terrorists, the American-born ones. And so there may have been some things we may have missed this year. If you would, send us an email at wearethemiddleman@gmail.com, at gmail.com. You can also follow us on um, Instagram at middlemantalk. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Middleman Talk Show. So uh, we definitely appreciate everyone who tuned in today. Hey, man. Like I said, once again, we're going to leave Bill
2: Cosby alone. You, know okay, yeah, the... you keep bringing it up. I got to say one thing, man. I got to say one thing. I got to say one thing. <laughs> because this was this was something that was said to me by an older, uh, older woman. And I'm not saying that he did <laughs> or did not do what they're saying he did. But one thing hold she on, did hold say. Hold on, Nick. Before you say that. Hold on, Nick. Nick before you say that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're killing me. There is no way that a black man raped that many women, including white women, at that time, and is not in jail or dead. I don't care how powerful he was. Tragedy. Tragedy. At the time that it started, there was no way that he could have gotten away with Because here's one. They were gunning for him from the beginning because he was getting too powerful. And I'm not saying that he did not rape the women. I do believe that he probably did. But I also believe he's probably been paying them off for years. And when he said, I'm not going to pay anymore, that's when all this stuff started. That's when it happened. Yep. There you yeah, go. We're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there because we're going to bring it up another time. We're going to bring it up another time. There you go. You know what? Hopefully you were entertained, man, by the middleman talk show. Damn. Hey man, I miss Gene. You know what, Gene? Since you didn't show up,
3: gotta to her <laughs>
0: every time. Every time. man, man, damn shame. You know. <laughs>
2: Well, y'all tuning in this it. We'll be back. Big Chris, you yeah. Now I ain't sure All what back. you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for. So take a listen time. I take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Lend a feel. Yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out that master plan to put this thing in gear. Yeah. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Hey just saying stop complaining about what you ain't got Hating on the next man' cause he was dying the wreck shop. Every Sunday tune in, go live, 6 pm blogtalkradio.com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening the middle me? Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? Blah talkradio.com. The middle me Great show guys. Hey, uh, I said we'll be back next week. That will be up in the air. If we're going to do a show on the 27th, please pay attention to our Facebook page. If not, we'll be back
0: at the beginning of the year.
2: Happy Most New year, year, y'all. Happy New Year. And all them other things that come along with it.
0: We out. All right, man, we out.